Welcome back to another episode of Capes and Tights. I'm Justin. There's Paul over there, guest host extraordinaire, right? That's, that's what we're going to call you now. Is that my official title? Well, I don't know, because I was trying Sweet. to figure that out. I was Ben, uh, you know, Ben Bishop, regular, on the, uh, he's going to be on the podcast again. And, and I, I was trying to think about, like, who's been on the podcast the most. But I was like, you don't really count in that sense. Like, I can't count you as a who's been on the podcast the most right. because of the I'm fact not really, that not really you're guess. a regular on the podcast. Yeah. Like, you're the one that fills in here and there and does cool things. But, like, so, like, I, obviously, I'm the number one. Adam's number two. And then you'd be number three. But then I'm like, what about guests? Like, a straight-ahead guest Actual on the podcast. Guess. It's probably Ben. I would think Ben's going to be on for the third time, I believe. Uh, and I think that there isn't anybody else. Schmalky's going to be on for his second time here pretty soon. All right, so I was going to ask what's going up there. Schmalky will be up there for a second time. And then Bob's going to be coming on uh, at some point, too, to do his second time. So nice. we're getting into the seconds, but Ben's getting into his thirds. But that's just because he keeps on creating cool shit. So um, <laughs> I can't do much about that, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, but, Paul, if anybody doesn't know, Paul's from Galactic Comics and Collectibles. Hammond Street in Bangor, 547 Hammond Street in Bangor, the uh, best comic book shop in Bangor. You can also buy toys, collectibles, Pokemon cards, and other <laughs> stuff there as well. But All Paul, kinds comes of stuff. With, yeah, Paul comes on. That's where I picked up this Electric Black Free, free Comic Book Day edition. Woo-woo. Um, was at Paul's shop uh, last, not this past weekend, but the weekend before that. Weekend before. We're recording this on the weekend of the 16th or the Monday of the 16th. So if anybody's times are all thrown off because this won't come out tomorrow it will come out in a couple weeks but like right right um yeah so we're here to talk comic books again paul first Imagine of all that. it's been a while since we this is obviously gonna, gonna not gonna come out right after we were recording this but you went and saw initial spoiler free reactions from dr strange and the multiverse of madness i did not like it as much as i thought i was going to okay that's fine yep. I, I let people yep. there's a problem now with putting pedestals and putting movies as high as they possibly can because of ampness and, and numbers of trailer views and all that shit too. So it, well, and some of it's hard too, cause I own the shop. Um, and I explained to a few of my customers cause they were like, well, it, it dropped today. You haven't seen it yet. I'm like the, one of the parts of owning a comic store is you don't get to partake in all of the cool comic book shit as much. Cause you're working all the time. Yes. If movies but come out on a I, Monday, you'd be seeing but, it every Monday. Right, but they come out on a Thursday night and Friday. It's your prime and time. My wife, like, my wife loves going to the movies, so I couldn't go without yes, her. I've got to exactly. go with her, and she loves the MCU stuff. So, um, so it took me a little bit to finally get there. We got there this past weekend, uh, yesterday, yeah. and uh, I think it, it could have been built up in the store with the amount of my customer base coming in to talk yeah. about it, how much they loved it and everything else. So, it, you know, my perceptions could be off, um, but I did not, I did not like it as much as I thought I was going to. We obviously, like I said, I don't want to spoil it because we're not doing a review episode yet and I don't anybody wants yeah. to see it still. I think there is a, but are you surprised? Again, this is the one thing I like saying to people that there's some things that happened in this movie that mm-hmm. I am surprised were not leaked during filming. Yes. Like yes. there's a couple of things we obviously Absolutely. know about. I mean, it's not a spoiler. Professor X or, or, or what's his name? Um, yeah. Uh, what the hell's his name? Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart is in this. He's come out and said it. He's on the internet. That's not a spoiler. That's uh, It's free range on the internet right now. Yep. He's come out and said it. It's not someone leaked it. He was out. He was in the trailer. Like, it's not like, you yeah, know, he's been out there. But there are other things that happened in this movie that I'm surprised I didn't hear about three weeks ago. I was really happy ago. to to not yes. to not hear it. I was impressed with the lack of spoilers for it. And I do get the occasional customers that come in here that would spoil the whole thing. They would tell yes. you everything. They let by the time you got done, you wouldn't need to see the movie because they're interacting no. it out. Like, um, so I was impressed. No one, no one ruined it for me. I got all the, the cool surprises in it. But um, yeah, I was. I wouldn't say I was let down, but I don't know. Maybe I would. Maybe I was a little let down. I was a little disappointed. Well, uh, so, and just in generic again, we'll get into variant covers here in a second. But Doctor Strange one, Doctor Strange two. What, what we put him Doctor Strange one over two or two yes, over one? Yes, I, I go one okay. over two. Okay. Yep. Yep. I like and, one yeah. over two. I think it's, I think it is nostalgic in a sense. It's weird to say nostalgic because the RMCU is only 15 years old, but like that's right. still 15 years old. Uh, yeah. And nostalgic in the sense that we get to see a bunch of characters, you know, your, your Wanda's and your Dr. Strange's and Wong's mm. and things like that, that we get to see a movie with those people in it. Whereas like for the past year or so, we've been getting your Eternals and Shang-Chi's yeah. and movies with other these, new, ca- all Moon these new, new additions to the yes. MCU. Um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, 
I'm starting to think maybe I'm not a Sam Raimi fan. That's it's all possible. And also, people just... did say, and this is not like I said, this is not a spoiler to the movie, is that Michael Waldron's writing is a little all over the place. And so there is that he has that yep. ability to do that. He did that in Loki. He did that in this too, the Waldron style and the Waldron things, and it can kind Which of I can be okay well. with, I think. And I will say there were great comic nods during yes. this, like a lot of terrific references to the comic series, which is awesome to see because sometimes the MCU I think lacks that. Um, so I think that was great, but yeah, I don't know if I totally enjoyed the whole vibe of the movie, but. And they that's fine. It. And Taylor, I was like, hey, do you want to go? We should have gone and seen it because we talked about she hadn't right. seen it because yeah. she wasn't able to go because our son was sick. So she's like, I'll stay home and watch the baby while you go out and see the movie. I was like, you know, thankful of that. Uh, and I was like, hey, we can just book tickets next weekend if you want. And she's like, well, I'm really excited, but I was really excited to see it with you. And I can just wait for it to come out on Disney Plus. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll, you that's know, I, and I'm not a huge fan. Adam and I will talk about this over and over and over again of the theater experience. I just you know, don't you know. think that that the number of distractions and number of things that I had to go through to see the movie was not fun. Like I had to go to the theater park, get out, get, and the stupid thing is this is a Bangor thing probably, but you buy your tickets online like I did and you go to the, you know, fast track window and it says a big sign on it says out of order. You have to go to the register. So I had to go, go to the, the register, register stand in line with everybody else. Yeah. You know, I did save my seat. So I was able to get the seats that I wanted, but I had to wait in line with everybody else. I didn't want concessions. And so I was just like, okay, here's my ticket. I go inside. I sit down. People are coughing. People are getting up to go to the bathroom. People are giggling and talking. There's a guy two seats over me from <laughs> every stupid joke that happened. Like, so to me, it was like when I'm at my house, it's just me and my wife. Yep. Usually my son's asleep in bed and we're watching a movie. I enjoy that experience far more, especially with the size of TVs nowadays. So I have the nostalgia feeling of going to the theaters. That was yeah. how I grew up. I loved going to the theaters. That was a big thing. My uncle and I, when I was a kid, during the summer, we were going to the movie sometimes every week if something was coming out that, you know, interested us. So I, I will forever love that, that whole thing. But I have never been to a movie, I don't think, that had so many adults that couldn't sit for two hours while playing on their cell phones. Yeah. I swear. I was like, I was so irritated. The guy right in front of me. We were the first people there because I always have to have the seating I like. Yeah. And we didn't go to Bangor, so we didn't have our, our okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. seating. So we went in, got our seats like we always do. And uh, the guy in front of me comes in, sits down, and, like the, the whole theater is empty. Like, yeah. why are you sitting directly in front of us? And there he is on his phone. And I more than once gently kicked his seat, had to replace my foot. Yeah. It, it, come it's, on, dude. I don't know. It's and and weird. they were all over the place like that. I'm like, why Why did you come here to play on your cell phones? You can do that for free outside. It so just, it, that, it that gets that out of my system. Yeah, it's just, it surprises me. It's just that's, that's the biggest thing. So for me, it's like, I, I'm going to go see. I went and saw doctor strange in the theater because i didn't want it spoiled for me that's really yeah. why i went well that's the thing theater. how can you wait now it's really mm -hmm. hard to wait until something drops because it will get spoiled like and i'm usually i mean let's, let's be honest this movie wasn't bad you didn't like you right. didn't, it wasn't your favorite thing but it wasn't bad no but i could also have gone and saw like a movie like morbius in the theaters and and wasted money time all that stuff yeah I, did, I didn't bother seeing morbius in theater i watched it last night or two nights ago and i am baffled by how bad it is like baffled about how bad it is I'm, i've got to watch it we were discussing so you know, it's my worth wife... watching. Like, you have to see it. It just looks like, and this is what we'll talk about when Adam and I talk about the actual movie coming up here in a couple of weeks. Is it looks like someone wrote a two and a half, three hour movie and cut it down to an hour and forty five minutes, but not logically. They just pulled wow. shit out of the they movie. They just, just yanked it, and like you went from point A to point B or point A to point C, and you're like, well, how, where'd it happen to point B? How did... Right. And it just just a lot going on in that movie that I'm just like, why did you do it this way? I got new carpet tiles on my floor. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't glue one down and now it's touching my foot and it's bothering me. But uh, we're not here to talk about movies as much as we want to. We're right. here about, yeah, that about was a good, variant That was covers. a good movie discussion here to start off the podcast yeah, about comic it, books. It gets the lubricant going in us, right? I mean, usually right. we have the beer to get us lubricated, but it's yeah, true. But yeah, I just got coffee. Yeah, see, I had a coffee. Now I've got my, uh, a non-alcoholic seltzer water going as well. So variant covers, variant covers. Variant covers. Did you look up anything on history of variant covers at all between when we talked about this or no? You know, I didn't. I did bring okay. some uh, stuff to look at to explain variants and things like that and some uh, covers and stuff, but I did not look up like the history of variants. So why don't we tell you right now, what year did the first official variant cover come out? Ooh. 92. Yeah. It's, 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 it's birthday. It was celebrated the same year as I just did 1986. Oh, wow. 
It was Man of Steel number one by John Byrne. They had cover A and cover B on that one. That was there the first go. official that surprises uh, book. Me. Yes. And so what it was, it was that one. And then there wasn't ones until the mid-90s. So the boom of oh. uh, the, 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 like the Spider-Mans and all those other ones. The, the first thing that, I thought of was the Jim Lee X-Men. Yes. And that is on my list too, because that is the technically still qualified as the number one highest selling comic book of all time, I believe, right? Yes. Highest selling and the highest print run. Yes. 8.1 million copies of that comic book. And that's solely, I mean, due to the fact that they had four or five covers to that one book. So everybody bought all. I think four, if I remember. Yeah. So like you have everybody buying issue one, buying four copies of it. I mean, that that could easily make your number. It does it. Basically, they sold 2 million copies of the book. But because everybody bought four of them, it's, it becomes eight million copies. Uh, but yeah, so it was 1986, Man of Steel. By, both covers were by John Byrne, too. It wasn't even by a different artist. Huh. He did both covers. He just didn't want I, I'm wondering if it was not even a sales tactic. It was one of those things where he came up to DC and was just like, I like both of these covers that I drew, and I want to release both of them. And they're like, well, you're John Byrne, so... So we're okay. not going to argue with you, <laughs> like, right? And, and so, yeah, and then, then, then no one else, because I don't. if it was a marketing thing, I'm pretty sure it probably would have went over well, and they would have done it before the mid-90s. Right. Or yeah. early 90s, I should say, because X-Men number one was, what, 91? Somewhere around there. Yeah, 92. it was like 91, 92, I think, yeah. Okay. I was trying to figure out what month it was. It was published in July, so it wasn't. it's a little bit younger than me, Man of Steel, uh, number one. I just wanted to, you know. Not, I, I do not I do not have that luxury. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so variant cover. So uh, do you want to explain a little bit what a variant cover is, just as now that we're into this sure. discussion? Yeah. So and it's funny how you have the term A cover. So mm-hmm. your original cover, so I grabbed an A cover off of the of last week's rack there. There is your, for anyone watching, your Shang-Chi, and that's your A cover. Now, when you start getting into your variants, you get alternate art, and I've grabbed some different references here. You know, there is a, a B cover to DC's. When DC does their, their variant covers, they make them a card stock. Yep. So the, the book itself actually has a thicker cover, um, which is a nice piece to their stuff. Uh, I grabbed something that people might recognize as, you know, there's a little Scotty Young action. Um, And then you get into ratio variants and doing things like this called a virgin variant where there's no writing on the front of it. And this is a ratio variant where you have a one in 10. So some books like the Captain America, um, I believe this was the seventh, this was a fifth cover. Okay. Um, Still being a variant cover, but not being something that required a special ordering to get versus the the virgin was the one in 10 ratio so they do ratio variants where you have to order x amount of books in order to get one of their their variants um so you get your your multiple options to covers um and there are plenty of people still on my poll list that only order a covers you're you're one of them you want I, the a. I, I i mostly want a and what it comes down to is and the cool thing for all of us as collectors or readers or our fans is it gives us the ability to say oh you know, Scotty Young doesn't do cover A's for Marvel. He right. just doesn't do that anymore. He used he to do it back it. in the day. He had some issues like, you know, some uh, um, like he did some other issues back in the day that he, did, get, he did the cover A. Like that was yeah. his thing. He was his book. He did everything for it. Um, whereas now he just does, you know, you know, some of them are just cover B's, but some of them are cover yep. C's, D's, E's and F's or whatever. Yep. Uh, or it's the one in 10 variants or whatever. But I get the ability to have a comic book out there that of a book that I really want to read, like that new Captain America, but I also get it with a Scotty Young cover, which is cool. I get that with Michael Del Mundo, uh, although he's now seemed like he's graduated to the one in 25, one in 50 variant, uh, and one, sometimes the one yeah. in 500 variant. The one in 500 uh, variant. The, but yeah, I guess it's the ability of fans of an artist to actually get that, like if they're not the regular series artist, the regular cover artist for that issue or that book, you get the ability to get their art more and gives yeah. them more Yeah, it definitely creates more accessibility. Um, so a little bit, I wanted to cover on being able to read a barcode for this. Yes. Yes. I thought it would be an interesting thing for those that don't know. I'm going to try to get the barcode up there so you, you can see it. Yep. And on the second section of barcode, you have the numbers there. And the way to read this is that is issue number 12. So one, two is your issue number. That's 12. This is first cover in first print print. So when you go and you look sometimes they'll say like marvel's marvel's big on just slapping the word variant Variant right on there but if you go down to the barcode it says this is issue one fifth cover in first printing so if you're unsure of whether or not you have a variant because a lot of them don't dc does not put the word variant on it um 
No, even on the back cover, it doesn't say variant. So if you're unsure, you can read that barcode and see if you have a variant cover or if you have the A cover. It might be a little bit harder to see on there, but this is something still in the children number eight or number one, issue eight. Yep. So it's zero one for issue one, and then it has the eighth printing on the end of that. So yep. that would be the eighth printing. Of the and that's a way, too, to tell to I learn if you're at. trying to learn how to do your prints. But this is also the reason why a variant cover is badass, because this cover is awesome. Yeah. This is not cover one. Like, you know what I mean? This is not cover A. But, like, you, right. get into the, you get the ability when you look at it. And if you're looking at just popping into the store uh, and, and seeing what covers are there, a lot of times you'll see people like Saul, for example. I'll give a little shout-out to Saul. He'll go oh, in yeah. and just – he'll buy – first, first of all, he buys, like, all of them. But <laughs> – uh, but more uh, uh, point is that he goes, this is a badass cover. Oh, cover A is, I don't like that cover. Like, it gives you right. the ability to choo choose. We do in comic books, one of the things we are, are able to do as a fan and a reader is judge a book by its cover. And so <laughs> with variants, it gives you five, like this one gave you five options to what you would want to purchase yeah. so that you can either display it like I have in here behind me or read or have, but have the cover that you really like. Uh, yep. It gives the ability to have someone like myself who may buy a lot of cover A's, but actually buys cover B's. And that's where I like to talk, Paul and I talked about off air, which is it benefits you. It benefits the, the publisher a lot uh, because yep. now I bought $8 of the comic box instead of $4 of the comic books for the same issue. There's literally, after you get past that first cover, the rest of the issue is the exact same All innards the same. as yep. the cover A. So it's a pretty cool thing. Um, not everybody agrees. This is a huge topic, uh, I believe, in the pantheon of comic books of, of what people agree or disagree with the number of variants. Uh, I've yep. put a little note down here. Uh, crossover number one that came out, what, 2020 or 21? No, 20. 20, I believe. Yeah. Uh, had the, the rough estimate on it. And you can't find actual figures online right now. Had over 100 different covers for, for cover <sighs> over one. Good and the, again, the benefit of that is, I mean, Schmalky had a cover, our buddy Joe Schmalky, Ben yep. Bishop had a cover. So there's like, you know, some of the local artists get to jump in on those things and yep. do a cover. You have your last Ronins, which I think had 75 covers for issue one. And I was going to say, I thought again, it was 80. Yeah. Something along those lines with Schmalky. Obviously, Ben had one because he was an artist on it. And then, yep. uh, but then you had like Bob who Bob. did one and that was Bob it. And so, one. yep. And so that's the cool things about comic, those things is that, but also 75 covers, it's definitely not a collect them all kind of thing. Good Lord. I mean, you can try. I, so Batman DK three series, and I may have talked about this in a previous one. Yeah. Um, I started collecting those and that was another one that was super high variant run. Yeah. And eventually I said, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing it. It's enough. And still to this day, when one wanders in here, I don't have, I go, well, I gotta get that. Yeah. Like, I, I'll just, I'll add it to the box. I'll put it in there. It's another one at least. Uh, even though I swore I was gonna stop doing it, but I can't help myself. But I had to, I, I had to stop myself with the last Ronin stuff because there, there, it got to the point where I'm like, oh, cool. Ryan Brown did one, and I'm like, that'd be badass yeah. to have. And then I'm like, this person did one. They're a pretty cool artists. I'll stop it. Like, like Ooh, uh, uh, Francisco Matina did one, and I was like, oh, oh I'll grab that one. Too. I love his artwork, but I'm like, but it has nothing to do with the Ronin. Last Ronin has nothing to do with anything I'm collecting right now. I'll buy his Matina spawn stuff because he's a spawn artist to me. So yeah. like, to me that that's a cool way to do it. But like last Ronin now, I think I have to be local artists that I'm actually personally in, in, in like connection with or the original ones. And that's it. I, I don't, I it was like, I got to stop myself from buying over and over and over crossover. I do have a bunch of them because again, crossover ones that kept like coming up of like, Oh, this is pretty cool. And I bought it. And now I'm like, why did I buy that? I have way too many of them. <laughs> I've had a few books like that too, where I've gotten through them and said, okay, I probably overdid it. I'm sure DK three yeah. I've overdone, but I still to this day throw another one in the box. Yeah. See, so. yeah. But it, it, as the years progress, they do get cheaper. And like, for example, crossover, I think I have a bunch of crossover number ones that are like the one in 50 variant that I paid like four bucks for or something along right. those lines. Or, and that's where we talked on the shop on over this week was that they're the one in 10 variants you, um, so I can cover this a little bit. You can back me up on it is a one in 10 variant basically means that Paul needs to purchase 10 comic books in that, of that cover or so that issue. So yep. issue one of uh, we had that, that, that twig there that we talked about, we yep. showed he had to buy 10 issues of that. You could buy one cover a nine cover B's right. And still issues 10 is 10 issues. Yep. It just has to be 10 copies. And then they let you purchase that one. Uh, for the same price as the rest of them. But Correct. what the idea behind it is, it's an incentive to the store to buy more copies. 
which then gives them ability to take that one in 10 variant to and say, I need to purchase 10 copies of this book to sell. So I'm going to be able to charge a little bit more for that one copy because it's an incentive variant. And the same thing comes with the one per store variant, which is a, is one that we talked about before too, which is his store gets one period. That's it. Uh, yeah. Down the street so, store gets one period. Super low print run on those. Cause there's only so many LCSs in the country. And then the other catches to those is that's not a like gift to the store. You still had to have ordered that book in order to get that. So it's not like every box comes with one, no matter what, if you know, the something's killing the children unlockable variants, the one per store variants, if you didn't order something's killing the children, you're not getting that cover. So they're never really clear on how many are actually out in circulation, but you got to figure it has to be less than like 4,000. Yeah. Yep, and a regular print, a big print run now is you're, you can get the fifteen to twenty thousand copies of, a, of an issue, so four thousand issues copies of that. And it's again, you and if you're in your local area, think about it. If we have regular, 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 regular purchasers purchasers of comic books, is you have you and one other shop in downtown Bangor, right? You have your yep. whatever, what's his name out by um, uh, the movie theater, uh, yep. but he doesn't North regularly East, yep. purchase. Like he's he's a little bit different than the others. So if you think about the two big comic book shops in Bangor it means that the Bangor greater Bangor area, obviously you go down to other places, you get more. There was two issues right. of that book or whatever issue book of one per store there would be. Yep. There'd be you and there'd be downtown. Uh, so, so you, if myself, if I purchased it, I am one of what 30,000 people in the Bangor area that yep. are in Bangor that has this comic book and no one else can get it unless you purchase it online and so on and so mm. forth. So I have a few of those. I had the walking dead, uh, gold foil deluxe number one uh, yep. that I bought off of Paul. Uh, you know, the one per store variants as well. So they are uh, cool. Um, they, but one of the things I will say as a collector of comic books, they don't always hold value like they should. Like uh, there's definitely the, 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 the one in tens and the one in 25s are usually one of those ones that like one in five different ones you can purchase are like really, really, really valuable. And the rest right. of them are just, you get a unique cover that no one else has or very limited number of people has. Right. I collect one in 25s now and one in 10s. If I really want that book, they're not going, it's not for the value of the book. I just want that book. I want that cover. Right. I want that cool thing. It's the house of slaughter. Number one that I want the one in 500 variant. <laughs> the Michael Michael Mundo. It's a $350 comic book, but yeah. I don't want it. Cause it's $350. I want it. Cause it's badass art. And it's Michael Del Mundo. So in, there has to be even less of those considering the size of my LCS. Yes. I can't order 500 of a cover. Um, our max that we have ordered was 50. I've managed to do a one in 50 before. Is that Spawn um, Universe or? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Through the Spawn Universe stuff. Uh, we've gone as, as high as that. Um, actually, I, I think in one of the Spawns, we did over 100. Um, now that I think back on it. And we were debating at the time of, of boosting it to 250 and doing the autograph one that Todd mm -hmm. McFarlane was doing. But it's just too many books. Yeah. It's just way. Well, too that's the thing, and we've talked about this. How okay? So there's so there's the, the benefits and negatives of variant covers. Variant covers are cool because mm. you get many more artists contributing to artwork or to comic books than if you just have one cover. If you yeah. have one cover, there's less artists that are involved in projects. I, I, it, to me, art is awesome. So like, let more people get covers. That's cool to me. Yeah. Um, the other benefit is the publisher sells more comic books, which obviously makes more money, which means they'll continue in business, which is fine with me. Well, maybe they'll pay their artists more money. <laughs> Uh, the other thing is your LCS, your LCS could potentially make more money again with the idea that you get an extra copy of a book, uh, because you wanted cover a, cause you want your reader copy or whatever, but you want your cover C because you like the artist in the front. Right. Um, the downside is the ratio of variance. Could, um, I would think that some stores put themselves in some really big predicaments with purchasing too many copies of a book. I would they want that ratio, so. especially yeah. with like speculation apps and things like that nowadays. That if they think that the one in 50 is going to be a great comic book, it's going to make them, you know, the money they need for the week at their LCS. And so they buy five, a hundred copies. So they get two of those one in fifties mm. and then they end up not selling any of the books that they ordered and it sitting there and then losing money on it. I just can't imagine yep. the thought process on that. We've talked, if you're going to buy 24 issues, cause you know, you're going to get, you're going to sell at least maybe 15 of them around people's pull lists and there's another nine issues to put on the shelf for Wednesday, then you'll, you'll, you'll definitely up it to one if you're going to get oh, that one in 25. Absolutely. And so you get, but if you're like, I'm going to buy five of these and someone really comes in and says, I want to, I want the one in 25. You're going to say, well, you can buy 20 issues of the book and here, hell, in, I'll even give you the one in 25. Right. I'll toss <laughs> like, it in. Yeah. Like, cause it's, and, and it's funny too. Cause um, so I just did my orders yesterday. I do ordering yeah. on Sunday and there's a new book coming out 
I liked the premises of it. It sounded interesting. Um, and I double checked and it didn't have variants. It did have a one in 10, but it had no variants. And I'm sitting okay. here going, if there was two covers, I might've done 10. I might've done five A and five B and then done a one in 10 variant. But without that possibility of somebody going, you know what, I'm going to grab a variant of it as well. I'm not going to yank 10 books. So I only ordered five of the A's. Yep. Um, so it is interesting to consider like what can happen in the, the print runs and the marketing and all of that. If they do a variant cover to it, if you toss that extra one out, um, it might create a little bit more, kind of a little more interest in the book or, or there'd be the possibility of our side of walking into yep. our shop and having more of that book on the shelf, which if you're the writer or the artist on it, you yep. want to see that on the shelf. Cause honestly for you, if, if you could buy all your books on Wednesday for Wednesday and sell them all out on Wednesday, you'd be pretty happy about that. But in the same sense, you also have to have stock for someone to want to come in and buy things. Yep. And the people who the, you, the comic books, when you walk in there and you had some twigs, number ones left over, you're like, but it's also kind of good for that, that, that story because then someone comes in when they miss freak or new comic book day, you came in on a Saturday or the following Wednesday and they're like, Oh, that's pretty cool. And maybe now they'll be a, a, a collector of number two and number three and number four. Uh, yep. If you're just in and out on your pull list, you know, some books are okay with that. Like some of the books that you buy, like those, the one you were just talking about, those five issues, you don't know how well it's mm -hmm. going to go. Hopefully right. your pull list buys all five of those and you don't have to worry about trying to keep those stock. And, and we're great. And I might, and if that's the case, I might order a back order on yeah. a couple yeah. of them um, because of that being the number one in, key, in keeping interest. Uh, that's like having the twigs. Is There's nothing wrong with having a little back stock on that because somebody might come in at issue two and then go back to get one. It happens a lot in here. Um, but it is, it is horrible of a guessing game of what is going to launch, what isn't going to take and how much is the right number to put in your shop? Uh, because it does obviously eat up a lot of inventory dollars. We're sitting on thousands of backstock issues and it doesn't take long for them to pile up. You start running out of room and is eating up inventory. Oh, so, and, and here's the other part about it. So in the speculation market, right? Speculation mm -hmm. market, most of those speculation market comic book collectors and people want cover A because that's the actual book that is being right. sold. Usually so you can, the one that launches, not always. You, no, but right. Usually. But five, you have five issues of a book and everybody wanted cover A. And right. you have five issues of cover B and then you, that spikes sparks as, oh my gosh, it's the first appearance. Those books will sell, but they're not going to be as nearly as great. I mean, some one person yeah. might come in and buy those five issues that they were all cover A's. Whereas now you're going to be like, well, maybe I'd like a cover B. And so uh, the variant cover does affect that market as well, which again, we're, that's another discussion to have is the speculation market. But yeah. uh, you also sometimes don't get the one in 10 variant that you want. Like I did in this week. Um, diamond oh, yeah yep where's our eight billion genies um but yeah so I, I can't wait i haven't even read that book yet but i told you i think i want to read wait until a couple issues are out to read that book but uh yep. i got my cover a and my blank covers on that oh the blank one that's another variant you can talk about we can talk about is yeah the blank they now have, well, i would love to have known when that first one came out i looked up when the first variant was out, but when the first sketch cover variant came out I don't I think like that had long. to have been more recent. I would think. Yeah, I would think within the past five years or so. I was probably yeah. more than that, but like at least because I have a secret invasion. Uh, what's that? Two thousand and eight, nine. Yeah. I have a secret invasion, but it's not a straight up blank cover, which is one that I would love them to get back on. It's got the secret invasion logo on the top, and then it's got a black border around the middle of it, and the middle of it is white, so you can sketch on it. You can sketch on it, uh, which yeah. is pretty cool. So it's still got that whole like it's a secret invasion book but it's got a place for you to sketch on it as well. Um, I love the walking dead ones. They did that. I don't know yep. if it was intended as a sketch, but it only has the zombie hands coming up yep. and the rest of it is like a yellow backdrop of like the sky and the amount of different sketches I've seen in that is so awesome of like people dropping different characters into the walking dead arc, either in zombie mode or non like the Ninja Turtles popped in there and they're like, where the hell are we? And Leo's got the swords. I was like, I don't know, but we're in for a fight. Like that is awesome. I wanted to see if and, I can find And those are really fun. But yeah, your blank sketch variants are an interesting one. For people who don't uh, understand the idea of doing art and getting art on those, uh, I always have to explain to them, they're like, well, why would I want this book that just has a title on it? It's just a white book with a title. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, see, Secret Invasion got a black border around it. It's the Secret Invasion number one. Uh, and then I've got, uh, well, like, another cool one is like Berserker, where it's In red. red. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's a pretty cool one too. Uh, I have my, we don't kill spiders that Joe Schmalky did a cover for me on. And that was a nice purple color, purple color. And that is awesome. It stands right out. 
And those are cool. So you, you bring it and it's not just the artists that are normally doing those books that if you want them to do artists on it, I mean, Logan, no. you're, you know, the person yeah. that works for your shop, he likes to do stuff on it. I've done some stuff on them, but you can also bring them. Like I talked to Bob, uh, I, you know, who's going to do, um, uh, who's working on a book called good boy pause. So you got to check that out at some point. Yeah. Uh, but I said, Hey man, what do you want to do? It's all oh, the mighty Morphin power Rangers, teenage mutant Ninja Turtles crossover. I'd love to do that one. And he doesn't do either one of those as a regular right. job. He, and he so it's just, he wanted to pick that one out. So I have a spawn, uh, uh, 300 that he did. That's a dog spawn because it's good boy pause. And cool. so, which I bought at your shop when you had him signing autographs and yeah. um, little, little guest signing in store. So they have like the variants, the variants that are in poly bags nowadays. They have variants that are oh, like, what, I, yep. what my favorite thing about variant covers, Paul, is first of all, I get my Scotty Young. So that's number one, right? <laughs> Come on. And then Michael Del Mundo's and so on and so on. But it gives the ability to people to do covers, your favorite artists, even local, the ability to get out there. Yeah. Like, like, you know, and I'll pick out on Ben Bishop, for an example, I have a number of Ben Bishop variants that are not books that he was ever attached to in any right. sort of fashion, your crossover ones. And, and he's in a Joshua Schmalky one um, with the black uh, electric presents uh, book that he did. And he did, he did a Ninjago cover recently. And, and so oh, it's no. like, and so we get the ability to have fun and draw things and it gives your local or more smaller artists the ability to potentially do a variant. But, but what that has to t- t- entail is a lot of times this is with you or the local shop, your LCS. Yeah. So you have to actually partner with a lot of those like artists. You're like, they're not drawing from Marvel. How did they get on a book? It's because Paul, for an example, has to sign on with an artist. The artist has to then, you have to pay the artist and then you have to buy all the stuff on the back end and do all the, basically all the work. And most comic book companies will do a, will do a store variant if there's a backing for that and they purchase oh, all yeah. the comic books. So if you're invested in the 300, the one in 300, uh, you know, it's like we're going to do 300 limited copies. You have to buy all 300 copies yep. and then you have to pay the artist and you have to pay the fees and the shipping and all and that the stuff. So, and, so yep. all that stuff you, if you're as a shop willing to do, and you just find an artist to do the work for you, a lot of times you can bring that to any publisher and a publisher will be like, yeah, sure. Gambit number one. Why not? We'll do it. Right. Yeah, we'll put it out there they'll, they'll make money. They're guaranteed the sales of that book because you have to buy all yeah. of the issues. Then it's just on you. And it's the onus is on whether or not you read your shop can sell all 300 copies. Uh, the internet helps now, like with the ability to sell online. Oh, the reach of that is fantastic now. Yeah, between, um, you know, internet, social media. Uh, but I, but I do option. think that it's cool because it gives you the ability to artists like Bob, for an example, we keep talking about his good boy pauses, his first, you know, foyer into actually publishing his own book and it's not out yet. And so yeah. it gives him the ability. He did it last Ronin, which is pretty badass. He sent some other ones here and there too. That gives him the ability to actually um, reach a national stage. Yeah. And get like, out there and get his drawing and his art out there and do things, yeah. which you're never going to have someone guest write on a book for a store. Right. So there is this benefit that it's mostly about artists. When you talk about variant covers, there's no variant covers out there. It's like, Oh, this intro is done by a different person or like three pages in the middle of this right. book was, was written by Scotty young. It's, it's all it's art printed off with the, with its own panels blanked for them to do. <laughs> You're not going to get that stuff. So yeah, the cover, um, actually the cover sells. Oh, oh my book, gosh. I mean. Here I got an idea. Genius idea. Print a book that the bubbles are all empty. And allow someone to write them in every time. There you Anybody go. can write their Build own issue own of the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Bubbles are already <laughs> set up. Everything's all good to go. You just have to write in your own, your own uh, story. story. And then there you, you send in your story and you might win a contest to write the next book. <laughs> <laughs> Marketing genius here. Oh, it also comes with a blank cover so you can get an artist to do the cover for you too. You got to copyright this whole idea first. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Okay, awesome. Yeah, here's the deal. It's not a it's established book at all. It's a book right. that is created with no storyline, just artwork. So there's a, right. there's a synopsis that a, an artist has that had to do all the artwork in it. But then you have to now write the story on your own. Just a miniature one shot. And then there's no, there's no actual words. You can't read this book. This book is only read if you write it. There we go. We'll get, we'll get an artist in on this. Let's get Bob or Ben or Schmalky. Get one of these guys. Black Black Caravan can can put this book together. Oh, there we go. Marketing Black Caravan. Someone could do a slapstick, stupid comedy out of it. Someone could do a horror book out of it. You know, you could do like your old, like your Scream versus a scary movie. Yeah. Like you could do like a horror book, but someone does it as stupid, funny. Right. 
I got it. This is a, this is a million dollar idea. <laughs> get, get it down on paper now. Yeah, right. This is a horrible <laughs> idea. Um, but and then you have so we talked about the number of variants, seventy five variants for or eighty variants for the last Ronin, uh, and they did yeah. variants for all of them. Actually, I have a. It's hard to see, but this this bucket here. Yeah. This is five issues <laughs> of last Ronin. <laughs> Uh, that's all the second printings, third printings, fourth printings. The uh, how many are by in ben. there, roughly? 40, uh, 50? Uh, yeah, somewhere around there. And yep. uh, most of them have Ben's covers on them. And I still even don't even have my five issues that are supposed to come from Ben um, Ben Bishop for issue you- five. So I only yep. have issue, and I actually do have two issues of number one or number five, uh, but they're actually not even in there right now. They're over there because they haven't been bagged or boarded because they're stupidly wrong size. Um <laughs> But so you have your variants, your 75 variants, and then you have crossover with a hundred variants. And you talked about, um, you know, we talked about X-Men number one. It was one of the original ones with multiple, multiple variants and so on. Yep. But then you have other books. Uh, there was a whole company that was started that flopped, but <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Is uh, Saga, like Saga, for an example. Yeah. When they came Saga. back out with, they said no variants, no second printings, no. It was like flat out in the release information. Like there will be no variants, no BS. It's like, just that's it, cover A. And, and as a, as an LCS, um, I had a customer come to me with the you know first saga is going to be coming back. Like, hey, how, what are the ratios like? You know, put me down for twenty five. If there's one in twenty five, I'll order twenty five to get that. Or is it going to be a one in fifty? Is it going to be a one in one hundred? And when I went to him and said, hey, so this is literally direct from them. Like, no variance, no bullshit, not happening. I'm like, hey, do you want any? He's like, no. Yeah. Nope. Never mind. So, you know, it, it, it does affect your releases on these. Um, but that's I can, the appreci- thing. I can appreciate their side of it. They want it to be about the story. They want it to be about that, not about collecting it. So but I didn't time, buy. Why, why shoot yourself in the foot that way? Cover A of Captain America, Symbol of Truth. I just didn't buy mm-hmm. cover, cover A. I only bought the Scotty Young cover this week because that's what I wanted. So yep. it does make some sense because I could have done that with the Saga issues that they created Saga. This is the cover they wanted to put on it. And this is the story they wanted on the inside. And I only bought cover B. It's the secondary cover. It's not the way that you should have bought in the original artwork and the original thing. So, right. so I understand that in a sense. It's, just, it's a similar thing to me that like Spawn's still $2.99. Like they just want it to be the way they created yeah. it back in the day. And so it's $2.99, still $2.99. It's impressive. It really uh, and, is. They, and they're in better quality comic books, like physical paper than, than, than many of book, the other five dollar book yeah um, they're a nice hard cardstock cover that's they're nice. but then there was a uh company that uh <laughs> foreshadowed their trajectory in the world with their name and that was bad idea um yep. <laughs> such it a is weird, a bad the weirdest idea marketing thing i've ever heard of so they went to select comic book stores right they didn't go to all of them and they right. also did no variants no second printings, no digital. So you had to buy cover A on the day it was released from limited at number of stores. A thousand at, or less, maybe? Yes. I can't remember how many LCSs were involved in this. But yeah, it was a pre-select. They had the number and said, that is the yeah. only amount of stores we're going to sell to. And the closest one to us, I believe, was either New Hampshire or Massachusetts. And guess what? I went online and found a 9-6 ENIAC, which came from Bad Idea. Yep. 40 bucks. Nine, yeah. six graded 40 bucks, right? That was a book people were paying hundreds of dollars for raw oh. on eBay because they were like, oh, it's only a thousand of them. There's no variance, no second printing, there's no nothing. Yeah. 40 bucks limited graded. L- limited LCS available. Now, no, well, because like original idea of it, I think caught interest, but then it had no standing. Like there wasn't going to hold ground. And the crazy part was they got some pretty major name artists and writers involved in that printing um, and in all that stuff. But and, and I got heat from a few customers like, well, how come it's not here? I see it. And, you know, people get on key collector yeah, yeah. every week and they walk in. How come you don't have this? I said, I'm losing you an option to order it. I'm not allowed to. Um, and it, it was very it, the whole thing was a solid gimmick. Like, yes. And they sold the company. Yes. And then yeah. but the, but that I don't think they're doing much anymore anyway. Is I, I no. listened to a podcast off panel podcast to give a give a shout out to off panel. Um, they had a sponsorship from Bad Idea. Like one of their sponsors was they paid for a year or two or something like that up ahead, uh, or they pay monthly and they're still paying. And he does his little con- uh, commercial break and he goes, "Yeah, this segment is supposed to be by brought to you by Bad Idea, but 
they're no longer a company and I don't, they're still paying. So I guess I give them this spot and back to the show. And like, it's just the funniest thing. Cause Thank it's you like, for following bad idea. Yeah, comics that don't exist anymore. Exactly. So it was, I, I can see the idea about doing it. If you did it, like we have the technology nowadays as a ticket master and all those things for like virtual waiting lines, like they do for San Diego comic-con and stuff like that. Like, why wouldn't we just release it as bad idea online? self-distribute the comic book and make it so that you had to go in and uh, get in line and order the book online. They right. ship it to you. Cause I also felt like it was a finger, in, a middle finger in your face that your local yeah. comic book shop that works hard and tries to do these things. And you don't even have the ability to buy it because you're yep. not one of the select few. The select get, few, the you know, you're cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and if they did the it, cool if they did it, you were registered with diamond, you're registered with diamond yep. and they pick a name out and each, comic book so they have obviously you wouldn't want an issue issue two to be a different store so the right. person you've got issue one but like so Eniac comes out and then there's you know joe schmo's comic book comes out the next one they pull a random name and a hat oh look at that galactic comics and collectibles gets it in bangor maine and then you get a chance for the next one it was a lottery of sorts that comes from the Di diamond database or however wherever you can submit Whatever. online i have a right. shop here's my information da, 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 to verify that's a little different because it gives it spreads it out across the country and gets you the ability to do it and so on and so forth uh travel your lcs's to check it out and maybe but, you would buy 50 copies of it because you're like, okay, this is I'm the only one in the New England that gets it. So why not? Yeah. But they didn't and they're advertising that. for you. But yeah, yes. it didn't work that way. And, and to think like realistically, they were giving the middle finger to the entire state of Maine. Yeah. Like, nope, doesn't matter. There's plenty of LCSs in the state of Maine and nobody was allowed to order it. Uh, and, and like I said, I, I don't remember if it was New Hampshire or if it was all the way to Mass before you could get a copy. <laughs> like, it's all the way to Mass is still not that far, but still. It's not, it's it, not that far. But it's but still, still four you know, hours from us. So yeah. like. Yeah, it's absolutely. For a book you know, that again, you're now when you're trying to states away to find one, and it's obviously going to be like that across the country. Like buy it for a profit, and you realize that you sent it out to CGC and it came back, and it's worth less than what you paid <laughs> for it, and the CGC integrated it, integrated it. Yeah. It's funny. I almost bought it because I'm like, this would be like one of those things that are like forty bucks, free shipping. I'm like it's one of those things that's like, this is a story to have 20, 30 years from now about how crazy this idea was, Save and I have an one. issue of it, not because I want to sell it, not because it's valuable or anything like that. And honestly, I still own a couple. I actually just got an alert from it. Uh, Tilray, which is a weed stock, I bought it for $20 a share. It's at $5 a share now. I only bought two shares. So it was 40 bucks. I'm riding this into the ground. At this point, I don't <laughs> care. Might as well at this stage, like, right? It is what it is. So like the same thing with that. I just ride it into the ground. I proudly display on the wall with a like a light around it that says this is a stupid bad idea and then move on. Like, <laughs> but I didn't. And I would rather because the this something's killing the children number one was also 40 bucks graded. And so I was like, well, I'd rather have that. But then I also oh, yeah. said to myself, it's also probably not worth that because that book's like a six dollar book. But like still. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a it's a it's I can only buy so much, Paul. <laughs> I can only buy so much. I know and I saw your order this week. Yes. 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 Uh, big order. Yeah. It is. Um, but yeah, so the variant covers make it really cool. Uh, variant covers are awesome to me for like um, milestone editions, milestone issues. Yep. You're, you're, you know, when Spawn hit 200, 250, 300, 300. those are really cool because you can like, as a, as a company, you can say, I want, you know, Tony Moore. I want Scotty Young. I want, you know, Ben Bishop. I want yep. Joseph Smalky. I want these artists to be my artists for the 10 issues of variants that I'm coming out with for this special 300 issue of it or 10th number, issue or 15th number issue, 900 asm is coming up yep. amazing spider-man is going to hit 900 and you'll see legacy did you do you know who the cover artist on that is you don't have to tell me if you don't have to tell me i that, don't like, yet no i would guess there's like a romita jr cover oh i'm sure and like i'm guessing some of these old school art, artists that are still drawing or maybe even come, come out of the woodworks to just to have done i'm sure mark bagley has one yep. greg land i would imagine so you could yeah. go back to the idea of having someone who drew the issue early on to do one yeah. and and that'd be yeah, really you could cool. go back through all the previous spider-man artists that are still with us and have them do a cover how about a scotty young manga cover because he did a oh manga the manga spider-man yeah yeah maybe we should do that one of those that'd be cool i'd love to see oh, that yeah, back on that uh, uh, but yeah. i think i'd have to own you know one of those shockingly <laughs> well you did by the one i showed you this morning so i don't know what i you're didn't no about. i didn't that's true you have a chance i have a copy and i <laughs> Well, if you bring it in, I'm sure I'll buy it, but that's not the point. <laughs> it was in front of me, it's different. Okay. If I ever right, yeah, ordered exactly. it online, it's different. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think they're going anywhere. Do you? I mean, do you think very, I mean, very issues are here to stay? I don't think so. It's funny because I think the, the customer base that I see in our shop that comes in and, you know, might complain about variants are normally old school collectors that are, you know, older than our age group. They're in their, yeah. uh, you know, 
late 40s, 50s, 60s, um, and they grew up with the single releases, and, and for whatever reason, they it annoys them that there are yeah. multiple covers out. Um, I think the better part of my customer base does what you said. They pick and choose. I really like this cover, so I ordered it. I really like that cover. Um, you know, I don't, I don't even collect floppies. I, yeah. I only collect trade paperbacks, um, but I collect Scotty Young's. So I, I always say they're sort of like sports cards in that, like, I'm going to seal them up and take care of them. And, and besides pulling them up to look at them again, I'm never going to see them. They, they be put away and I'm never going to read them. Yep. You know, I have, I, I don't care what they are. I only care about the cover. Yes. Um, so and that's it, specifically it, we judge a book by a cover. We literally can. This is one of yep. the few things in the world that you actually can judge a book by a cover because that's what sells you on it. I don't care. I love artwork a lot. I love writing. There's some of the best writers in the world have been comic book writers. I love I love, we talked about The Last Ronin. Really, really big fan about The Last Ronin coming out. Just uh, finished I, it. I just finished I, my, the run. I'm a big fan of Electric Black, things like that. The writing is Electric really good. Black. But guess what? I would not have purchased any of them. Okay, let's, let's remove out of the characters of our comic book artists that I'm actually a fans of. Right. I, there's books that I would not purchase if it wasn't for the cover being badass. And so, Cap- like, I'm, it sells. The Captain America run you weren't going to buy if you didn't have yep. a Scotty Young cover. Yep. Um, and and uh, there are plenty of chances where I display covers and a customer comes in and buys it because they like that cover and that gets them interested in the story. You know, yep. maybe the A cover wasn't the best, the truly best artwork for that book. And having your variant, that's what appealed to someone. You know, the, the variant gave a better description maybe of what was happening on the inside or whatever it caught their eye. Yes. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to think. I think Marvel is one that, to me, a lot of the A covers are more bland and the variant covers would catch my eye more, I'd be more likely... Okay, uh, this past week, we just had the Banner Wars that's starting between Thor and yeah. Hulk. Um, the A cover was just Thor on the bottom and Hulk on top, and, and it just it didn't interest me at all. The variant covers that I ordered had one of uh, Hulk's fist coming at Thor, or you could have Mjolnir coming at Hulk. And to me, that immediately caught my interest. Yeah, and, and here's I, the deal. You most likely would someone buy both of them. Right. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, you, they'd be awesome framed side by side. You know, during the Civil War, I'm a Cap guy. I'm not an Iron mm-hmm. Man guy. So I would have gotten, like, your, your Cap Civil War covers. Um, so seeing that, I instantly, I'm a Thor guy. So I'd have, you know, grabbed that Thor cover, pin, you know, with the hammer going towards Hulk. So, um, you know, a perfect example of getting interested because of that variant cover, where just the A cover of Thor and Hulk on the cover didn't, it didn't spark anything in me. Yep. Exactly. And that's, so, so here's the other thing I, I do can, uh, can art, right? For beer. Yep. And you're a beer drinker. Like when you go to the store and you see it, Oh dear God. in all likelihood, <laughs> in likelihood, you're going to pick a can that is yeah. attractive to you. And it makes you go, Oh, that's pretty cool. If a can's ugly and hideous and like ridiculous, you're like, it's no. all in all likelihood, the liquid on the inside, is also going to be ugly and hideous. Yeah. Of I can't so, tell you how many beers I have bought in purely because of the can art. And I'm not saying it, that because the so can art's good, the beer's going to be good. Right. But it's more likely a good can art is going to include good liquid. And the I, same thing with a comic books. More than likely a good cover art means that the interior art's going to be good as well. But like, right. <laughs> no, there's no promises here and there's no guarantees here, I will say. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're to get complaints on the Cape Stice podcast. Yes. You guys said this was going to be good. This book was no. terrible. No. And there's great stories and books that have crappy art and there's great art in books that have crappy stories or writing. And everything's opinion based. Cuz I love Spawn's artwork. Yep. Um, we'll leave it at that. Um <laughs> the one thing I will say that companies can get better at is oh my god, I can't believe I'm going to say this, Paul. Be more like DC. <laughs> and you know this. Yes. <laughs> On the barcodes for dc and actually other independent artists or companies are now starting to do it too is they're writing on the barcode the cover artist's name Name. cover b or this is created by there's other ones that say cover b or cover a by (laughs) so-and-so yeah it helps i would think it helps you when you go to pull someone's list you can go oh yeah that's francisco matina and bam uh, it, it also helps me. I look at a comic book cover. I don't want to have to freaking search the internet to find out who the artist of this book is. Yep. It, and then the inside and, of those covers, it doesn't even say cover A by whatever, cover B by whatever. For most no, it books, it says that. cover artist by, and then it lists, lists all the cover artists. So it doesn't sometimes even say it do that. Sometimes it no. literally lists the original one. It says it will say original cover by, yep. and then that's it. There is no more, even though there are multiple variants. 
And so yeah. I don't understand why you wouldn't do that in small letters. You expand the and, the the, the, the barcode by white. Where credits due yes. to the artist that did yes. that cover. Yeah, I think DC does a great job of that. Um, yes. and I would like to see more more printers doing that. Um, and, I get multiple I, times where I have somebody message me on my pull list who said, "Oh, by the way, I'll take so and so's cover of this." And now I got to go on Google and look because yep. their signatures are not always visible. I, if it's an artist, I may not be as familiar with. I may not recognize it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm now hunting Google to try to figure out what the hell freaking cover they wanted. Yeah, luckily there is the on there. Your regular Marvel variant artists, your regular ones are your Scotty Youngs and your yep. Peach Momokos. So like, like yeah. those two uh, are very recognizable. Yes, very yep. recognizable variant covers. Yeah. <laughs> so that helps you a little bit on those. But then there's like the random ones that like. It, it, your art is really good, but it's very similar to someone else's art. You have very to look much, it up online yeah. to figure out what, I, what it I is. I love Josh Milton's work and I love Jenny Frenson's work, but yep. I feel like they, they, those were ones that if you put them side by side, could be hard to tell the difference between the two. Yes. Um, Saul, we were discussing Saul. Yeah. Saul loves an artist. He uh, collects Franco Villa and yep. I can usually spot a Franco Villa. He also collects Rose Besh. Those are both ones that stand out generally, although I did mistake a book. Um, when we were looking through stock and I was like, Hey, isn't this a Rose Bash? And he was like, I don't think so. And we double checked and he's like, boy, it looks a lot like it, but it wasn't, it was a different artist. Oh, I thought um, he was going to get all offended. Sounds like yeah. Saul to me to get all offended. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, Saul gets hot real easy. It doesn't take much to get under Saul's skin. I have fun with it. I wind him up. Yeah, so yep. me too. Uh, and then, yep. I, yeah, it was one of those. But then we had like, the once we wound them up, which is the- well. Well, I was thinking about the fact that I was like, I got them all wound up on free comic book day, but then I was like. I'm okay because I know I'm leaving at 11:30, so like at least I won't be here for the rest of it. And then he left before me, but I didn't mm. think to myself, I'm like, I'm gonna get them all wound up. So like three o'clock in the afternoon, Paul's gonna text me and be like, "What the hell did you do? Why did you? <laughs> Why do- did you do this? Why did you give the kid sugar? Like he's on like <laughs> it's like it's like the grandparents. Yeah, yep. it's like oh, you get them all wound up and like then you that left. Uncle what the hell? A pile of candy and then leaves them at the house. There you go. Yeah, it's, it's like yep. come on, Paul. Uh, come wound on, him up and then left him here. <laughs> so I don't think variant covers are going anywhere. I think they're badass because no. it gives us the ability. I own way more comic books than I should because of that too. Like there's definitely some that I have. Like no. I have, I could just do it right now if I wanted to. But the number of last row to number one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine last row to number ones. Uh, uh, right there, and I probably have more. I was gonna say, I'm looking around to see if you have like a slab in the background somewhere or something. No, I, I actually, um, I did this is my last run in bin, so I have ones that yeah. I have a schmalky bin, and I have a couple of four Scotty bins and two Ben Bishop bins. Um, but the 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 Ronins ended up in their own bin, including the ones by schmalky and so on and so forth. Yeah. So uh, I probably have about 10 of last run number one, that's $90 face value of books. Right, because yeah. they're nine bucks a book. They're nine bucks. But a then book. some of those are Ben Bishop variants that I bought on the store, so are twenty or thirty dollars books. So right, like, they're not cheap to do. And so when you get into that situation, it, it's artists are making more money, publishers are making more money, and LCSs are making more money. Financially, the only person that's... money. I'm still digging up Scotty Youngs. I need. I, I can't tell how many Scotty Young auctions I watch, yeah. and then I see one I need, and I'm like, damn it. Oh, that's the all, only you know. thing that variant covers don't financially benefit <laughs> is the collector. Is the collector market? <laughs> Everybody else benefits out of the financial part of a of, of a variant cover, except for the collector. Um, I, like I said, there is some confusion on it, and there is. I understand your diehard original combo collectors are like, no, there's an issue. That's it. And the story. But Sean, even that though, we don't need more even, even that though, Paul, it's not a variant, but it's still a second issue. You have your 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 newsstand and your direct edition. Right. So there's still this back in the 80s and 70s where there's difference in in, in direct edition that versus minor difference between a barcode and not a barcode. Yeah, well, a and friend, so... a, a good friend of the podcast, Jabron uh, yep. from the Briar Patch shops here, and Jabron's an A cover only. Yep, he'll take he, if he comes in late and and he doesn't usually leave a poll. Uh, he'll come in to just see what's out for the week, and he's like, oh, all you got left is the B cover. I'm like, yeah, that's that's all that's left. He's like, oh, I'll get it because it looked interesting. Yes, you know, but ultimately he looks for the A covers on him. Let me look this up. There's Nova in 1994. Yes, one B, no. Oh, yeah. A lot of the ones that also, just to think back on the original variants, it was like foil variants and gold I was just covers say that. and gl- glitter and all this yep, other stuff. I was just going to say, back in the 90s, I bet it was that the covers were all the same, but you had your base and you had your foil and you may have had your silver foil and gold foil. Yep. 
Um, that was a big one in the early image books. There were like Wildcats and stuff. Yep. Is your different ones. And then I remember there was Avengers doing it. Um, some of those different books that I see come through here. And I got to tell you, 99% of them aren't worth. No, they're not. <laughs> they're and, but they're, and they're, the funny thing is about how we go full circle on things that a lot of these new one per store variants or new crazy variants are gold foil or glow in the dark or those gimmicky. Yeah. I, hate extra, to, I hate to use the word gimmicky because it's not no, like, it's, they, like, it is. like it's in that category of gimmicky uh, of, of that. I like the connecting variants. I have, I can see it right now that we don't kill spiders that he, he did. Uh, ben Bishop did issues one, two, and three. Uh, we don't mm. kill spiders that connect together. They so that's together. a variant, but you, now you're not only committed to issue one's variant, you're also committed to issues two and three's variant. Right and so those are kind of cool. Um, yep. uh, the um, Marvel crap. did like Venomized. Well, they did huh? Wastelands too. Wastelands that, yep. that, that, that like, they, Wastelanders, whatever it was, they had the yep. uh, collect connecting like. variants and the connecting yep. variants and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, the Venomized one, they did a whole series of Marvel the, characters. The whole month whole month or six weeks worth of every release had a venomized variant to mm-hmm. it so i i was doing that for a while back in the day of trying to get all of the venomized and the covers were sick yes. like and it was cool how they did different versions of venom based on the character so there was like a doctor strange where doctor strange looks the exact same most of them was like captain america and the venoms creeped over his face or you know the shields got it or the symbiote going around it the doctor strange looked the exact same but his astral plane version was a venomized that's you know, awesome which was really cool and he was sitting like floating there um so you know those were were sick covers and that's a fun part of it is it gives you the all the option of having different different yes. things different releases different books well what uh, i was gonna say is buy what you like like that's the yeah, thing it gives you the ability to the buy what you like you're not forced into buying the cover unless you're late and you didn't get it or you didn't get on a pull list which you should do uh yes. is as you get your cover you want and the cover that you're excited to have and collect and own and, and cherish uh, you know, like there's some cover A's that I just don't care about as much as I do cover B's. And, you know, sometimes I buy both of them because I want to have both of them. Uh, but sometimes I just buy the B's because I'm like, I'm probably not even going to read that comic book anyway. I just like the cover. Right. And so it becomes a sports card at that point. It becomes a front and yes, that's it. Right. And, you know, not even a back because it's in the back in the board, which is white. So you don't even get to see the back of it. So nope. it's a front. <laughs> um, but yeah, so variant, buy what you want. That's the biggest thing. But don't. Collect for fun. I Collect like, as you enjoy yes, it. Yes. I like the warning. That's always my people. side of it. One thing I will always say, and this is just my public service announcement. I sound like an old man now, 36 year old, um, <laughs> old man is don't buy anything for profit that you're not going to enjoy to own yourself. Meaning that there's a possibility you'll never make money on it. So don't buy, I, I'd recommend unless you're heavily involved in this and you know exactly what you're doing, don't buy spec variant covers because you think you're going to be able to resell them for a bunch of money. Uh, I've done it twice in the past 10 years of collecting uh, I've collected before that, but like only buy a spec book before that. And that was like, buy it, didn't know I had it, went back to the store the next day. They had another issue, bought the $4 book, sold it for 40 and was excited about it. That was it. Uh, yeah. There's times, uh, this twig that I showed you earlier, Paul, yep. twig. I, I got that on the internet yep. for like 15 bucks and yep. then realized it sold for 130 bucks. I immediately sold it and was like the only reason I sold it because I knew I was getting another one coming in the mail free. Uh, from Scotty Young for being one of his Substack subscribers. Um, but yeah, just don't go out of your way to buy these things thinking you're going to make a bunch of money on it. From There's, buy it because you I get like those it. people. And as an LCS, like I, maybe some LCSs do that. I Well, I think my my competition does. I do yeah. not. I'm not a speculator. I don't like answering spec questions because I now you're like telling, you're asking, you're going to the, to the corner store and asking which lottery ticket should I buy? Mm-hmm. Which one of these is going to be worth something? Like, mm-hmm. no, don't don't put me in that place. I'm not here for that. Nope. So buy it because okay. you like it. And then yeah. if you display it proudly or whatever, but like if you get a chance to sell it and awesome, that's part of the benefits of collecting comic books over or, or cards or, or other things over, over other stuff that you can collect. There are definite increases and decreases in value, which is kind of cool to watch. It's a stock I, market of comic books. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of other things you can buy. There's stupid little knickknacks that are not going to be worth anything. There's people who collect small things that are just not going to be worth anything. Hi, Beanie Babies. There's one of the things that you can do is comic books and the value of the comic books are not going anywhere right now. I mean, there's certain books that are fluctuating, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, collect what you want. Don't collect it because you think you're going to make money on it, in my opinion. Uh, let yeah, the other agreed. people do that. Um, but yeah, so- I know so there are plenty var- who do. So yep. variant covers. So ask your LCS 
in your local area, what variant covers are coming out, cool covers. Look them up online. You just Google variant covers, whatever issue book you're coming up Previews with. Previews World, baby. Yep. And they have them all on there. And then see if you have a friend that's a local artist or some sort of local shop that has a, a, a store variant because those are even cool. So the store variants are really cool because you can buy them and supports the store uh, mainly. Like do that because that's where like the money's, a lot of that money is going back into the pocket or the drawer of the store. Uh, whereas a one in hundred and, or obviously if you buy a one in 500, you're still making yeah. it, but like that helps the local economy. It also helps local artists. If you support see a local, local artists, yes, support your yes, friends. Yes. And, and I, I guess now hey, as we're doing this, we might as well make the announcement from Galactic Comics and Capes and Tights. Yes. We're bringing you our very first exclusive store variant Very cover, right. supporting Joseph Schmalky's work, uh, Seven Years in Darkness, and Bob DeCook will be doing our artwork, and Galactic Comics will have its first ever exclusive store variant cover. Yeah. I'm really excited. Very limited, so check that out uh, because yep. and check out the and social I media. To, I wanted to keep it that way. I think it's cool yeah. to uh, to create some of that. So uh, the collectability of it, as a collector, I always think it's cool. So ours will be serial numbered. Uh, we're going to have a hundred of the base and we're going to have only 25 metal variants. And so, so the metal variants is one of the things we didn't even get into, but I'll, maybe sometime we'll get into metal, metal variants, but metal variants are basically the cover that's metal instead of it's, paper. Yeah. It's, it's, where it's, it is. it's really cool. Like thin steel, like yep. and they're beautiful. We've had yep. uh, metal variants in the store of different books and they, they do present amazingly. They are it, like, beautiful. And numbers. if you don't have one, that's literally bent. It's pretty much going to get graded at a nine eight uh, when you get sent or, back to CGC or, or potentially ten or scratch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the they, danger. If they have dangers, they could yeah. scratch and things. Yeah. But and if you that, have a metal variant, just a little tip. We're like loving the tips today. If you have a metal variant, just tip. And you want to get signed by an artist. The artist who is signing should know, but a paint marker is the only thing that really signs pretty well. Yeah, yeah. So, the only thing that's going to adhere. Um, I wanted to get Paul three three minutes or two minutes to defend himself against allegations from the Bangor Comic and Toy Cons. Will and Jay about drinking all the beer at the Bangor Comic Con. Here we go, Paul. I, Stage is yours. Here we go. I am not a crook. No, wait. <laughs> I did not take the beer. That wasn't me. I know what I would. If there was anybody you were going to point a finger at, I'd point it at me too. It was not me. I had the a single four pack dropped off to my friend, Justin. Yep. And on the way out of the con while we were finishing packing, I yelled to Will, are you going to drink all this beer? And he went, yep. And I said, you're not drinking this one. And I took one four-pack. That was it. I didn't take this, this like mystery missing flat was not me. And, and, and according to Will, if you didn't listen to the Bangor Comic and Toy Con episode, Paul basically backed his truck up and loaded cases upon cases among cases into the back <laughs> of his truck and then left. Here's another thing. A little tip I to everybody. I wish I had done that. <laughs> Will from Bangor Comic Con does not drink beer. So nope. why does it even matter to him? Nope. Will doesn't drink beer at all. Jay does. So Jay should be the one that's mad. <laughs> right. I drank Jay's beer at the last con, the previous <laughs> one. I made it up to him. I made it so, up to him. But that's just kind of funny. I wanted to throw it out there because I talked to Paul at the shop this week and it was like, you know that he, he kind of like threw you under the bus there for stealing some beer from the from the beer that owner brewing company donated. He's like, beer. I didn't, I, like, did I didn't steal any beer. I'm like, I don't know. I wish I had stolen the beer. I did not. That was not. I am an innocent party in all of this. For but, shame. For and shame. guess what? Paul was still invited back and will be back for the Weekend of the Wicked in uh, September 30th or October 2nd at Heck the yeah. Bangor Comic and Toy Cons Weekend of the Wicked in Bangor, Maine at the Cross Insurance Center. Uh, he'll be selling, selling stuff there. Uh, exciting stuff going on at there. So BangorComicandToyCon.com for that stuff. But Galactic Comics and Collectibles on in Bangor, Maine on Facebook, Instagram, whatnot. Follow what him on whatnot. He's doing whatnots. Uh, what you're still doing at least probably at least one a week of so, something. So we are doing one every Friday morning okay. for comics, and I'm now been trying to uh, work in one every Tuesday morning for action figures. So we do okay. a Tuesday action figure one and a Friday morning Paul and Saul in the morning. You can hear our our local store. Yeah, Banter. my local store guy. He is a character upon character upon Absolutely. character. Absolutely, Saul comes uh, in. And and it's funny because we we run it like a morning talk show. We we BS about comics and life and whatever, and you know, there's just comics on the background selling as we selling go. comic so, books, yeah. And, and guess yep. what? Saul um, uh, helps pay Paul's salary, so we're not going to complain too much about Saul. No, we love Saul. Saul's crazy. <laughs> Saul is. Uh, if you had a pan a, a list of number one customers, he's up towards the top of that right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. financial then, at least i'm not saying it's quality very, <laughs> it's very fun for saul all you have to do is tell him that paul rudd's a national treasure and his yeah, whole head yeah, turns yeah. red he yep. can't stand paul rudd for some reason exactly you know what? i've actually 
uh, if he ever listened to this, uh, I think I've once in a while tricked him into buying a cover because I made it sound like I really wanted that cover. So he <laughs> bought it and I didn't even want anything to do with that book, but he bought it anyway. So I've helped on that side of sales like that too. Uh, I love Saul. Pretty... I think, I think Saul has a little like, like FOMO there. He's afraid yeah. of missing out. He's no, oh, then I got to get it. That's yep. why I don't think I'll ever stop collecting comic books, by the way. I literally yep. don't think I'll ever stop collecting comic books weekly because of the fact that the number of times I haven't picked a book up on a poll list that I later on realized that I really wanted to read. We talked about the reason the, be- the benefits of trades was like, yeah. I really wanted to read department of truth. And like, I got onto it too late. So there's times where I've wanted to be like, Paul, I'll just take one through 50. Like, just, you know just I mean? Just, I'll just give me them all because I'm afraid yeah. of fear of missing out on a, a book that I'm eventually going to want to read, but then can't read because I've got issues three through 10 and numbers one and two are five hundred thousand dollars a book. You're not going to buy them and read them. And so yeah. I've had to buy Speaking them. Which I ordered your oblivion song this week. There you go. Let's get the failing dead conflicts to Justin. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so check out Paul's shop, Galactic Comics and Collectibles. And we didn't talk about yeah. quickly is there's also cool ones like uh, I Hate Fairyland and the new uh, book that I got for a couple of weeks ago now, technically because we're recording this, is uh, I Hate This Place. And yeah. both of those have B variants that have, it says, uh, what's it say? Fuck Fairyland. And yeah. uh, I... F this place is what it actually says. There's asterisks yeah. on it too, but like those are kind of cool too. They have the censored version and the uncensored version the uncensored of the cover version. as well too. And, and the cent- cool. the uh, the Scotty Young ones there of the Buckberry Land yeah. all have different artwork too. So you get yes. the variant and that, which is kind of cool. Yeah, so, I'm and, building and, a solid collection of those yes. now. <laughs> yes, and it's hard to find the second ones. Honestly, I have a couple yeah. of them, but I don't. The, the the F the F series I call them are uh, a little harder to find too. It's just, there's only, that was the only, var- the he only did one or two other variants in the 20 issue run. There was like issue 16 had a third cover, but I don't know, remember why it was that way. And then there's other ones are just to cover a cover B uh, the yeah. censored version and the uncensored version of the book as well. So, uh, but yeah, that's variant covers with Paul Eaton of Galactic comics and collectibles. In Bangor, Maine. Yeah. Support your LCS. I'm going to go pee. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for talking, Paul. (laughs) Thanks, guys.